Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. This is episode seventy. Man, we are really getting up there with these episodes. Um, it's been—it's uh, crazy to know that. It's crazy to think that um, I've been recording this podcast for like three years now. And honestly, it's been like one of the funnest things I've ever done. I know we've had our ups and downs with, you know, having episodes every week, every other week. Sometimes you don't see hear from me for like a month. Um, but you know, I do this podcast for fun and I try not to put too much pressure on myself for it. And it has been loads of fun. I've gotten to talk to some of the most amazing photographers and entrepreneurs, um, that, that I know that I follow and that I admire. And I've also made some amazing friends along the way because of this podcast. So it's, it's just been ton, tons of fun and, um, and I love it. So I'm excited to bring you another episode. Um, uh, remember, if you want to reach out to me, you can follow us on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Del Toro Photo, and you can go join our Facebook group. All the links will be provided in the show notes below for you to check out. Um, also, want to talk real quick about um, about Publisher by Narrative. Um, I've been using Publisher now for uh, a few months, and I use them to publish all of my blogs, and it's you know. I've talked about this many times before I had publisher. Um, I hadn't blogged for for over a year and it was just really because it was an, an inconvenience to me to put a blog together because the way whatever for whatever reason the way we did it it just took so long and when I discovered publisher it just made things so easy uh, so effortless and and I love I, I really just love their product um, and you can go and try it for free if you decide that you want to use it um, publisher is often uh, publisher by narrative is offering a discount if you use discount code del toro photo again the affiliate link is in the show notes below so go check them out they also have um, a new product they just announced called uh, select by narrative uh, it's a it's a software that uh, that you can use uh, for that you can use to uh, eat um, to select your photos, like your group photos at a wedding or your family photos from any family session. Um, it's got ton, tons of different uses. Uh, but the little bit that I've seen so far is actually really cool. Like you can, it gathers all the close up images of faces, shows you which ones are in, in focus more than the other. Um, and you can use that to, to make your um, selecting process uh, quicker and more efficient. So um, I'll be talking more about that as I get the program, uh, as I get the software and um, play around with it for myself. I'll talk about it some more. Uh, but go check out uh, Narrative, uh, narrative.so. They're doing some really cool stuff over there. So um, I made an announcement recently. I don't think I talked about it on the last episode, but um, Obviously, we're super excited. Maria and I are expecting a baby. Gabriel's going to be a big brother. Uh, we're super excited about uh, the addition to the family. Um, and honestly, it's, you know, these are troubling times right now. It's a, there's a lot of, you know, with this whole COVID-19 thing going on, everything feels really crazy. Um, but with us expecting this baby, it just, it brings some normalcy to our, our household. We feel, we, we feel nothing but happiness because, because, because of this, right? So we're, we're just really excited, um, to, to be going through this. And, uh, Maria's been amazing. She's, uh, she's super healthy and, uh, we're doing everything that we can do, um, to, to make sure that this is uh, a successful journey. So uh, thank you everyone who's reached out and congratulated us and supported us. And um, it's just really exciting and, and it's really nice to, to, to get all the support from all of you guys. So thank you guys so much. Um, that's, that's the biggest news that we have um, going on around here. We still haven't, uh, started doing any shoots. Um, we have been talking to a few of our clients. We have some shoots coming up. Um, it's questionable whether we're going to be doing some shoots or not this month. It really just kind of depends on, uh, the ordinances and guidelines that are, that are talked about and changed, um, over the next, uh, week or so. So, you know, we're looking forward to getting back to work and photographing our couples and our families. And, um, and, and yeah, it's just been hard not, not to be shooting, but, um, I've been putting off, um, 
a lot of our advertisement and marketing for our business uh, since this whole thing started for many reasons. But I'm really excited. I feel pretty motivated this week. Going to tap back into all the stuff that I was doing, start pushing for all that because I don't know how long this is going to last, but but things are constantly changing week to week and it looks like we're moving towards, you know, um, a more open future for all of that. So we'll see where that leads, but I'm going to start promoting and working on our stuff and I'll talk more about that as uh, the weeks progress. Um, but on today's episode, I am excited to bring another guest. Uh, this week I'm doing a local spotlight. Um, I invited a guest on uh, from Temecula, California, which is just about, I don't know, like 45 minutes from where I live. I call it a local spotlight because it's here in Southern California. There's a photographer that I've been following for for a little bit of time now, but I really love her work, and more importantly, I love uh, I love her blogs and the way she uh, she words everything really well. They're very intriguing, um, interesting, and I love uh, reading her blogs. Uh, she's got a whole series on uh, COVID-19, on how to help your couples, things that you can do, um, all kinds of different helpful tips. Uh, so definitely go check her out. But we had a, but I had her on and we had a really great conversation about her, everything she's done, what she's doing. And also she herself being a bride that had to postpone her wedding due to COVID-19. We talk about that also. Uh, so without any further ado, I present to you Kate Garcia. All right, Kate, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, so um, I uh, I wanted to have you on because you're a local photographer. You're, you're located down in Temecula, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Temecula, Marietta area. Well, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself so we can get to know you. Yeah, um, I mean, I am a full-time wedding photographer. Um, I have been doing it full-time for four years now, but um, I have been shooting weddings for the last, like, six or so years. Um, But I genuinely can't really remember when I didn't have a camera in my hand. Um, I grew up with my mom always taking photos, um, and so I think it was just something that was ingrained in me from a young age was take a photo when something fun is happening. Um, but yeah, so been doing that for, um, a while. I just recently got married, um, to my best friend. His name is Ryan. Um, we met a little over a year and a half ago, I think. Um, but yeah, we, we are actually supposed to get married tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, tomorrow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, but we had to postpone um, just because of everything that's been happening. Um, But we decided, we actually decided that uh, towards the end of March to postpone. And then um, from that point, the only reason why we were waiting for May 2nd was to have the big celebration with everyone. Um, And we just recently bought an apartment. And so um we just wanted to be married um we didn't really want to have to wait for the official marriage till later so we actually um drove to arizona and um got married out there because at the time california wasn't issuing any marriage licenses because the county offices were closed so we did a little quick turnaround trip um on april 9th and got married um but yeah that's little bit about myself <laughs> and so wait so you guys drove out to Arizona to get officially married um, yes. did you guys like have any like did you guys do like your own little ceremony out there what, what was that like because that seemed like that sounds like a whole fun trip in itself yeah no yeah it was it was really great um I mean we definitely wanted to involve as many people as we could uh, definitely we wanted to involve our families yeah so he has um, two siblings or yeah two siblings, and then um, I have two as well. Um, But my brother actually lives out of state. So we just wanted to have my parents, his parents, and then the siblings that were local to us come. So they actually drove out as well. 
Um, and so we did have a little ceremony. We found um, a park out there and his uh, parents had friends in Arizona. And one of the friends was a, um, an officiant out there. Like he is able to, you know, legally marry people. And so we asked him if he'd be willing to do it. We uh, drove out there. We left at like 4 a.m. Yeah. Had our appointment at 10 a.m. to get our license. And then scouted a little bit, had the ceremony at three, had in and out for dinner, and then drove home um, and made it back around like 9.30 or so. So, um, yeah, we had a ceremony. It was very fun. It was very laid back, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have any plans to make it big or anything. It was just short, simple, to the point, and it was great. We loved it. I love that. Like, you know, when you, I, I feel like it's such a California thing that after you do something kind of fun, like it's, it's it, in and out is like a go-to for anything. And you're out in yeah. Arizona and you're like, let's, let's all get some in and out right now after this yep. wedding. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. I love it. It's, I even have a little thing on my website where if the, my couples happen to book an in and out truck, they yeah. automatically get 10% off. So. Oh, no way. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. I'll do anything for a double double. <laughs> Just because you get to enjoy a little bit of in and out. <laughs> Yes. That's so cool. Um, what about like, uh, did you guys have photos done out there too? Or how did that go? Yeah. So at the time, um, there obviously every person is different. Everybody is going to have different convictions about what is okay and what's not okay. Yeah. And so I personally was convicted um, that I, because I'm not an essential business, yeah. I shouldn't really be operating as much as I was before. And so I felt the same way about asking anybody to yeah. have to do that. And so, um, I mean, things are a little bit more different now. Like things are kind of slowly starting yeah. to open up in some areas. But anyways, again, at the time I was like, uh, so I just, I mean, I, because I'm a photographer, I have cameras. Um, yeah. And so my sister took some photos and then my now sister-in-law um, also took some photos. Yeah. So we didn't have like a professional do it, but because I'm a photographer, we still had professional equipment yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they were basically just taking photos for me yeah. um but yeah i mean the only like i technically wanted to still stay out there and do like some self-portraits with yeah. him but we were pretty tired obviously yeah it and so like we a just wanted day. yeah so we just wanted to get back but um i had i had decorated our apartment um to surprise him and so there was just like a bunch of twinkle lights and whatnot everywhere and so there at that point when we were back and we knew that we didn't have anywhere else to go uh, he was willing to take a couple quick pics there so oh that's cool um, you guys had like your own our little you had your own little home session <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i um i played our first dance and so i just had like a video going um and we had our first dance um in the twinkle lights. <laughs> oh, that's super cute. <laughs> How Thanks, awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that you guys were still able to celebrate all that. Um, I'm yeah. going to have a ton of questions that w to do with that a little bit more, but um, I yeah, want to no get to know you a little, a little bit more. So you've, you've been shooting, you said you've been shooting professionally now for six years. Mm -hmm. um, how ha Have you been in Temecula the entire time? No. So I actually grew up in the Fontana area. Um, and so I was primarily shooting in like Orange County, um, and LA actually, um, in the first few years of that time. Um, but then I did start getting a few, um, inquiries for a few venues out here this way in Temecula and Pala. Yeah. And so, and there was actually a couple San Diego ones. So I was commuting a lot. <laughs> I was commuting to LA, Orange County, and then out here in the San Diego area. And so... I was starting to get a little burnt out and um, there were also other things in my life at the time. Obviously, I needed to come out here to meet my husband. Um, but so I decided to move out here in the years are blurring together. But um, <laughs> I think it was uh, 2018 I moved out here um, and then just kind of started to market more out this way. Yeah. And so now I'm primarily San Diego and Temecula. I'll still yeah. go out to LA a couple times, but not as much as I was yeah. when I lived in Fontana. So, um, but yeah, I technically was in Fontana for a little oh. while and oh. then been out here for, yeah, almost two years or so. So 
I got to figure out how to market in my area because uh, we've been living in Redlands now for three years and I haven't shot a single wedding here. Oh. <laughs> and that's all oh, we want to do. That's all yeah. we want to do. <laughs> Redlands is great. They yeah. have the Grove. Yeah. They have downtown. Yeah. You, yeah. We've, we've shot at a couple places here, but like, you know, I've, I've second shot with a friend here. And then before mm-hmm. we moved here, I shot at the Fox Theater. Okay. Um, and we've gotten a few inquiries uh, now, but uh, uh, we still haven't booked anything in Redlands. Redlands and, and <laughs> like you we don't we don't shoot a lot in Orange County but we shoot a lot in Los Angeles that's like a big mm. market for us yeah but we're not we're not trying to move out to LA <laughs> right yeah it's a lot and even yeah. now like that's almost a three-hour drive six hours round fit for me so yeah. I'm like <laughs> yeah if anything we'd probably go down your way because we we uh we really like san diego a lot so that yeah. that we would definitely consider that if we got more weddings down there but my market mm-hmm. stays in in la so i guess we're just <laughs> we'll just keep shooting up. well pa- la pasadena and down here to right. like uh what's what's the like uh I guess like the Anaheim. I guess that's right. Orange County, but I we get some yeah. of that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was me when I was in Fontana. So <laughs> I was always out there. So is it is it? Am I wrong to say that you probably shoot a lot of uh, vineyards? Actually, no. No, <laughs> no wineries. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that maybe has to do with just my style. Yeah. Um, wineries are a lot more open and kind of brighter, I would say. And my style tends to lend more towards the woodsy, um, just romantic, uh, twinkle light (laughs) kind of vibe, like just that kind of a style. So, but I mean, I've definitely shot, you know, I would say a handful of winery weddings and they're beautiful, of course. And it's very easy because everything's there. So, um, we're not driving around a bunch of different places, but um, yeah, I would honestly, though, I would say it hasn't been a ton, though. Um, it's only been a few, but yeah. <laughs> and um, it so you've shot around all over Southern California. Um, I would say, yeah. Yeah. I've, from, yeah, from like upper L.A. to yeah. all the way down to San Diego. So. So as uh, and you're you're a California native. I yes. Yeah, okay. Born so, and raised. Nice. So <laughs> so what is like uh what are your some of your favorite places that you've shot in in Southern California? Yeah. Um let's see. Honestly, I would have to say that a lot of them have been out this way since I moved. Um yeah. I was actually very surprised at how many absolutely gorgeous venues that were out here because growing up I always saw this area, Marietta and Temecula, as just a weird in-between stage, yeah. like between Inland Empire and then San Diego. Yeah. I, I didn't really think that there was anything here. Um, and then I moved out here, <laughs> other than the wineries, of course. So then I moved out here and I was expecting a bunch of, you know, winery weddings, but yeah. there's a lot of really cool hidden gems out here. Um, Los Willows is a wedding. It's like a private estate. Um, they have like their own private lake. They have their own boat for the couple that they go on like their own little boat ride after the ceremony. Um, there's also what's called trademark venues out here. And that's actually a handful of different wedding venues that all fall under that name trademark. So those are like Green Gables Estates, um, Twin Oaks, um, Etheral Garden Venue. Like there's a bunch of those. So I would say it's probably among one of those, again, because that lends more towards the style. Um, it's a lot of like garden vibes. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of twinkle lights there. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's probably between those. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Green Gables and Ethereal Gardens. Mm-hmm. Those, those those have been some of my favorite that I've that I've shot down there. They're just I feel like they're the entire venue is like well thought out. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I and, totally agree. And, uh, and their companies, I mean, I've, I haven't had any issues. They've all, all been super great, you know? Yeah. Especially like, I, I, I feel like, I mean, I've been shooting weddings for 10 years. Um, but we're, you know, if you look at our stuff, we, we, we don't advertise ourselves like as, uh, we don't have a, a ton of followers. We, we just mm-hmm. kind of been around for a while. So if you look at us from the outside, I feel like we're a much smaller company. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I've gone in, in LA for sure. I've gone into situations where we feel like they, they kind of treat us like, like that a little bit, you know? And, mm-hmm. and those venues down in Temecula, the ones that you just named off, they're mm-hmm. huge companies and they're all so sweet and so very nice yeah Yeah, so they've all been all been pretty great yeah i can attest to that i haven't had any problems at any of those venues yeah um can i ask what what uh what you shoot yeah Yeah. totally (laughs) um i have 
I have two Nikon 750s, um, and then I primarily shoot on primes. Um, I have 85, 35, 50. Um, in the 50s, I have 1.4 and 1.2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say for the most part, I have my 85 on at all times. And then I switch between my 35 and 50, um, for the rest of the time. Um, I really only throw on the 35. It's if it's like a wide open venue, um, or for family shots and whatnot. Otherwise I'm pretty consistent with the 85 for sure though. Um, yeah. And it's actually funny this morning, I was actually looking at what I want to, you know, get, um, now that, (laughs) Now that we're kind of starting to get back into it, sort of. Um, yeah, and I've been looking at like the 70 to 200 and stuff like that. So so what made yeah. you choose primes versus uh, versus uh, some vari- variable zoom lenses? Yeah, um, I think it for one, it was, I would say that there was a variable of price. Um, I mean, obviously, there's always like the base models of yeah. either of those options yeah. that are going to be cheaper, but... Um, when I had my basic DSLR in the very beginning, all I had was my 18 to 55. And as we know, most of the time zooms tend to run on a higher aperture. And so I wanted to get that, that creamy, crazy blur that you get with mm-hmm. a lower aperture. Yeah. So once I switched to, I remember when I got my first 15, I was like blown away. Yeah. I was like in high school, but, um, but yeah, and I think ever since then, I've just always really loved just what that can bring and the effect that that gives. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I've definitely run into issues where with larger weddings or um, with anything that would require, it would just be easier in that moment to have something that just zooms instead yeah. of me having to actually yeah. physically move all the time. So I would say that that's kind of what's inclined me more towards the 70 to 200 is to have something that, because I love being as much blended into the wedding as possible. I yeah. would rather not stand out. I'd rather not be up there right next to the hand and yeah. like blocking people, like getting the rings or whatever. So um, having that kind of a zoom would help a lot with just yeah. being able to stay back a little bit, but still get that tight romantic um, emotion that happens. So. And, yeah. do you, and do you shoot, do you shoot by yourself or do you, do you have like second shooters you work with? Um, I would say that it, I would, it's split probably like, 60 40 60 percent um i have second shooter 40 percent is just me um i love having a second shooter i love having those extra pair of eyes even a third shooter to be able to get even extra details and whatnot um obviously it's up to the couple um if they want to you know if they value it enough to be able to bring on a few extra people yeah um but I would say most of the time I do have a second at least. So. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, the only reason I ask, bringing it back to the, the lenses is, you know, we, we switched to primes a long time ago, same for the same reason. And I, and I, we're not afraid to shoot wide open. I mean, when we're doing, you know, a couple sessions, I'm shooting 1.4 and two point. I think 2.0 yeah. is like my, I, I leave it at 2.0. Just, I don't know why I like it there, but yeah. I'm not afraid to, to shoot wide open. A totally. lot, I know that some people have their own, opinions on that and stuff (laughs) but i mean i bought the lens so that i was able to do that you know um but we found uh because my wife shoots with me uh, Mm um we found that middle ground where um uh, she she likes the primes too, but now um, she shoots with a variable lens, and I shoot with the primes, and mm-hmm. and it's perfect. She doesn't mind doing it. She loves using it because she she like she doesn't like carrying multiple cameras or lenses, <laughs> so that yeah. that solves that. And then when we do like you know groups and stuff, and I need to have that variable, I, I literally just take her camera and I do all the family sessions, and we're good to go. Yep. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, makes um, sense. <laughs> um, why Nikon? <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm genuinely not a crazy like this company yeah, yeah. or this company. Yeah. Um, I I can't remember what store I was in, but it just <clears throat> happened to be the one I picked up at yeah. the store, yeah. and I was just playing with at that moment. Um, and then any time that I would try and work with a different one, obviously it takes time if you're used to something and you switch to something else that makes sense. But yeah. at the same time. I don't know why it was just when I when I first picked up Nikon, it was just so easy for me to just understand and figure out on my own. Um, Maybe that's just my independent side and I don't want to ask for help. (laughs) But um, but anytime I shot with anything else, it was always just more frustrating because I'm like, I don't know how to fix this. I'm like, this isn't quick enough for me. Like I need to just be able to figure it out and then go. So I'm sure if I had given it more time and patience, I, I might have, you know, just like tried other things. Um, but honestly, Nikon's treated me really well, and um, I love 
I know you can change this, but I just love what the in-camera does in and of itself. It's not too washed out, so it doesn't require a ton of editing and post. Mm -hmm. I just, the camera does a lot of it on its own, and then I just kind of tweak after that. Um, and again, I know you can change that in the settings of the yeah. camera, but it was just nice that it was already there, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. have to figure that out. So, No, that's that's actually pretty sweet. I mean, it, you know, I don't think any brand is better than than the next i'm always curious just to like how people even got started with with their totally. own brand because um when i when i got started in photography i worked for a um a, a studio a photography studio and we shot nikon um mm. but the only reason i went with i started with canon was because uh i had i had a, i had bought my friend helped me buy a camera and it was a yeah. canon camera and so yeah. like i just stuck to my investment, even though I knew uh, Nikon way better, you mm -hmm. know, I was like, well, I already have a Canon, so I'll just keep building off of that. Yeah. And then last year we switched to Sony and it's funny that you say like trying to figure everything out. I'm, I'm still trying to figure everything out on, <laughs> on that camera, you know? Yeah. Uh, a lot of my seconds use Sony. Yeah. So it's a great, great. Do you, do you yeah. feel like there's a, do you have any trouble like editing photos when, when you're editing a Sony versus Nikon? <laughs> um, I mean, there is a difference yeah. for sure, um, but I wouldn't say that it's anything that would, um, I don't know, be that much of a difference yeah. to where I would ask for only um, Nikon or anything like that. <laughs> I think Canon and Sony are similar in what they produce, at least with the, sh the second shooters that I've worked with. Um, but my two, my main go-tos now are shooting Sony. Yeah. Um, I think I've just probably gotten used to it at this point because yeah. they've been second shooting for me uh, for a little over a year now so i think i probably have just figured it out but i do remember though in the beginning it was a little bit tougher to because i could just batch edit a scene and getting ready and yeah. just tweak from there yeah and then i would try and put the same edit on their images and i'm like mm, that doesn't really look right and so i'd have to almost create my own separate preset yeah. for that in order to just make it easier um but i mean there is a difference but i don't think it's enough for me to to be like mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, my, my wife has said the same thing. She does all of our editing. And she said when, when we started shooting with the Sony cameras, all of our shooters, all of our second shooters, they all shoot Canon also. And there wasn't, she said there wasn't a huge difference, but th there is like these tweaks that she has to make and then, mm -hmm. and then use that to, to patch edit all their photos to match, you know, what we're doing or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's a, it's a huge hindrance either. Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about, um, s switching or trying any other camera or are you, are you thinking about doing the, the mirrorless with, with the Nikon? Yeah. Um, I've kind of dabbled with a few, like I've thought about even Fuji or Sony. I have thought about those. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, maybe for one, maybe a part of the problem is it's kind of hard in this area to rent equipment because yeah. we don't actually have any, like any of those kinds of, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Any like of that rent, kind of work yeah, out here. Yeah. yeah. Like there's not a lot of rental companies out here. Um, so it's mainly online, which is fine, but I think online is a little bit more of a process as opposed to just going and picking it up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's me being lazy. But when I was in Fontana, there's actually a place in Pomona that I enjoyed renting from. <laughs> I photo um, rentals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were just, it's just easy there. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Th those guys but. are the best. I'm really close to, <laughs> to uh, Andrew and Pro. I love those. Uh, uh, yeah. They were the first sponsor of this podcast, actually. So the oh, first, nice. first few, yeah. first year of episodes was all of them. <laughs> yeah. I met Pro at a, um, Back when the back when these were still a thing, the Insta yeah. meets. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I met him at an LA one, and yeah. then that's how he introduced me to IE Photo Rentals. Um, but yeah, I I do I like them. It's just it's really it's a big drive for me. It's now. far. Um, yeah. Even yeah, even us so. here in Redlands. I mean, uh, yeah. we used to live a little bit closer, and it was we lived well. I guess Corona, but it wasn't that that much closer. It was easier yeah. to get there. You know, you could just take right. the seventy one. Uh, but living out here, yeah, it, it got a lot a lot farther away. But then last year when we made our our switch to Sony, we were finally able to get all the gear that we needed. So we haven't been renting as much. But I still try to go see those guys whenever I can because yeah, I miss them. I know. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think it's just me being too lazy to actually just go through the process yeah. of trying and like figuring it out. I think a big thing for the last couple of years has just been I genuinely have been very busy yeah. just with work. And so I didn't necessarily have time to like 
do more creative things with yeah. the with the equipment because yeah. um, I was just if I wasn't shooting a wedding I was editing so yeah. Um, yeah I guess this would have been a perfect time to try it out but that wasn't on my brain. <laughs> That, that's a good question. Do you, are you doing, because uh, I recently had an episode where I just talked about like things to stay creative while you're at home. Have you been doing stuff to, to play around with your cameras or, or do anything that you haven't done yet? Yeah, I should have been. Yeah. I really should yeah. have. Um, but I kind of nerd out on the back end of work a lot. I yeah. love wearing all those different hats with marketing and like figuring out social media yeah. and like all of that stuff. So I've been going ham in regards to just the back end of stuff. I've yeah. been getting Pinterest to link to my website. I've been writing blog posts during this time. Um, I've been doing a lot of, I've been taking advantage of like IGTV and going live um, with Instagram. So um, I haven't been, um, but it's, are yeah, you it's saying, just been- Are you saying you like all that business stuff? <laughs> Is that is that what you're telling me? <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, definitely. That's that's what. Yeah, dude, that's um, awesome. A lot of people yeah. struggle with that the most. <laughs> I mean, me too. I I actually struggle with that quite a bit. I do all the business back end on our on our stuff, but I struggle yeah. with it. I struggle with it because I'm I'm a pure artist at heart. All I want to do is take photos and not mess with any <laughs> of that stuff. And my wife's yeah. the same way. So one of us has to. She's doing all the <laughs> editing. So uh, you know, I I do yeah. what I can with the business stuff. But yeah, th- th- I mean, that's you, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I love creating, like I really do. And there's definitely been times where um, I would have like an idea in my head of like wanting to purchase huge sheets of colored paper and then just going ham with the different um, like colors and yeah. just like getting creative with that and doing self portraits yeah. or something. Um, but I, I just genuinely never really got around to it. It was more just the back end of like, okay, what do we need to drive people to my website still? Like what kind of value can I be providing for my clients right now um, who are rescheduling or for new inquiries who are worried about all of that stuff. So it's been more so that, um, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a really good topic then. So uh, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, uh, but what, <laughs> and it's probably the reason <laughs> that, that drew me to you, but what, <laughs> what is it? Um, uh, what, what is it that you do that drives more eyes to you, to your website and, you know, to your business? What do you yeah. do that, that, that helps you with that? Yeah. So I would say a huge part of what went into that was um, I went to a business workshop um, towards the end of last year. I think it was in August. And I technically had already attended one of their workshops before. Um, it's called Hustle and Flow. I don't know if you maybe have heard of them. But, um, but I had reached a point in my business where I knew I wanted to hit the next market But I also knew that what I was doing on my own, like creating my own website, blah, 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 just wasn't, I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't capable of adding it to the next tier. My creative side was, but I wasn't able to actually get that going with my website. So I hired um, a copywriter and a graphic designer to completely redo my website. And during that process, that was all happening at the same time that I went to the workshop. And the workshop was all about knowing what your why was. Um, why you do photography, why you are so passionate about it, et cetera, et cetera. So when I dug into that and I dug into the reasons why I wanted to do this, um, it gave me a lot of clarity in regards to what I actually wanted to provide for couples. I didn't want to just provide them pretty photos. Like, that's great. That's great that they would have memories like that for for forever. Really, that's awesome. But anybody can take a photo. So what makes my experience different? All of that jazz. And so I would say a lot of it has to do... Um, a lot of the backbone of my business just has to do with service. And um, I use the example of my dad. Um, he's my hero. And he um, he worked so hard for us growing up. Um, we didn't have a lot. And he was in and out of jobs a lot. But he was the one that taught me how to work hard um, by his own example. He selflessly continued to provide for us no matter what what and so um his act of service for us is the model that i use for my business going the extra mile is so much more than just doing good edits or um you know having a certain artistic eye it's being willing to leave early on wedding day and go grabbing a bottle of lotion for the bride because she happened to mention that she forgot to grab it on her way over and that's a true story i did do that i she was texting me she was freaking out about it she didn't ask but I just paid attention to that and I decided to show value in what I do by providing her that small service. And that's just one aspect of part of that. So 
during this time, what that looks like is just writing blog posts that are as helpful and as informative as possible. Obviously, we know that things change in a matter of hours, <laughs> like things can change in a matter of hours right now. Um, and But I think that I brought a unique perspective because I was a vendor, but I was also a bride. I had to postpone my wedding. Yeah. I had to go through all of these same questions that all of the couples out there are having to think about and, and worry about. And so I think with that, I just wanted to make sure that um, that I didn't stay silent and that I was helpful and and I wanted to provide that value and that shoulder to cry on when necessary and that support. Um, yeah, and I think that that's what you do. And it's different for everybody. Like me as a, as a human, Caitlin, Ke oh, Caitlin Garcia, now I almost said my, my old name. I'm not used to it yet. Um, Caitlin Garcia. Um, like I bring something completely different than you would. I, yeah. you know, we all bring something different to the table. Um, and so I just think it's really important to hone in on what that is for you and then shine that to others and really put that forth. Yeah. Um, and I think that it will return to you. I think one of the things that, um, first of all, shout out to your dad. That uh, <laughs> that is He's awesome. <laughs> I, you know, I dude, that is so important. And it's it's crazy to think the the impact that that our parents do make on on us that way. You know, and I can clearly see just by the way you talked about your dad that they did that he did make a huge impact. And um, I'm sure he is super proud of everything that you've done. So that's that's pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, shout out, Dad. <laughs> yes, it was actually funny though. Just really quick on that. Um, it was obviously because I was uh, seventeen or so, maybe wait, seventeen when I was like starting to shoot weddings. Twenty when I was like, I want to go full time. Yeah. And my parents, out of protected, like they just wanted to protect me. They were like, Kate, I don't know, like that's that's a little crazy. Like you want to make sure that you you know you have your their security and like et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but then. I still did. And I mean, they still supported me 100%. They yeah. were just worried. They wanted yeah. to make sure that I was protected. Um, but then at the end of that first year, um, I showed them my numbers. And I, I still remember like how proud my dad was of me. Yeah. And then I remember um, a friend told me that she overheard him talking to her dad and just like, talking about me and how proud he is yeah. of me and so i was just like oh so yes that's awesome <laughs> he's a yeah. huge yeah he's a huge <laughs> no that's so good um i w one of the things that drew me you know to your work is how well you you put your blogs together like they're really <laughs> well done and uh and uh right now you have like a series going on with the whole covid 19 thing um yep. And, and because you're, you're also struggling with that, obviously you had to postpone your wedding. Uh, mm -hmm. tell me, tell us a little bit about the, your like series that you have going on on your blog. Yeah, totally. So, um, part of, again, obviously I, in the beginning of this, a huge <laughs> chunk of my time was going towards my own wedding <laughs> because we were approaching it yeah. and, um, and I, yeah, I was just like, okay, what are we going to do? Um, all of that, all of the jazz. And my dad's actually, um, he, he's doing great, but he is fighting cancer. And so we had even that to have to consider, like, we need to make sure that we're not unnecessarily exposing him and just yeah. all of those variables. So in the beginning, it was, there was a lot of working through on our, on our end to go through those questions that everybody is asking and figure out what our answers were and all that. And so once we came to the conclusion of what we wanted to do, that was the same point of time where I was like, okay, I, I need to get back to, I need to bring value to my clients now. Like they, they understand we had to figure it out, of course, but now let's get back into business and help out and whatnot. So that was kind of the heart behind what the series is all about. It's just um, obviously in the beginning, it was a hit for everybody. I mean, we haven't experienced something like this before. This yeah. is insane. And so we all went through our own stages of how to cope with that. Um, but ultimately, I truly believe that there comes a point where we're totally allowed to grieve or be angry or however we might be dealing with it. Yeah. You're allowed to feel those feelings, but then pivot and figure out what life looks like moving forward. Like, don't. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to help my couples with that pivot and with learning like it doesn't have to be sad anymore. Like, yes. 100% this is affecting the world and I'm not, you know, taking away from that truth. But I also think that this is providing unique ways to um, 
you know, to be involved with your guests. I mean, for us, we were able to have people zooming in <laughs> and like FaceTiming who weren't going to be able to make the actual wedding. Yeah. And so in, in, and so I, I mean, I've always been an optimist. I've always been the one to look at the glasses half full. And so even though I went through my own stage of like, this sucks, we're not gonna be able to have our wedding. I still wanted to like, okay, where's the positive? Where's the light at the end of the tunnel? How can we bring positivity to the situation? So that's the heart behind the series is not to bring couples down during this time of you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do that. But because we walked that road and we were able to come to a point of of being able to know what was best for us and like doing our own research and doing our homework, I wanted to therefore bring that aspect of it to as value for couples to yeah. read about and learn and know what we did and see the positive side of things, um, even amidst everything that's going on. So yeah, it's just a seven, seven part series. Um, it goes over a bunch of different things, newly engaged planning, um, a wedding resource guide that's free, um, and just all of that stuff. And it truly is just all of the research that we've done and, um, as much information as I could provide as possible with the obvious understanding that, you know, check the CDC, check, yeah. you know, do your own research too, but here's what we were able to figure out. So that was just kind yeah. of the heart behind it. No, you have, you have a ton of great information in there. I mean, my favorite one was, uh, the number four, how to support, uh, couples with weddings affected by COVID-19. There's so much like yeah. good info that like, you know, you wouldn't even like really think too much unless you actually like put some real thought into it. So just like to do like a little overview for photographers that are listening, what are some of the things that photographers can do to help their couples with all this stuff going on right now? Yeah, yeah. So well, a few of the things that I was able to do for my couple is honestly just be there um, and, and be that shoulder to crown if necessary. I was on phone calls with various brides. I was in email threads with all of my April and May couples. And I was genuinely just there for them. Um, again, this, this everybody's business has to operate differently depending on where they're at. Um, so I'm not suggesting that everybody should not have rescheduling fees and not do this or that. And that like you got, you have to do what you have to do for yeah, your business. Yeah. And I respect that and understand that. But for myself, um, I just wanted to show up in that way to, to help them realize like, I'm, I'm going to be here for you no matter what. I'm not going to throw anything surprising at you. I'm not going to throw extra fees. I'm not going to be doing all these different things because there's no way that any of us could have planned for this. Yeah. And I am in your shoes right now. Um, and I had to postpone my wedding because of financial reasons yeah. and just all of that stuff. So, um, so just being that ear, um, that support system. Um, I was also there to, to provide that extra encouragement and positivity. It is hard to have to go through this. And so to just encourage them, um, a huge part of my system when a new inquiry comes in is I send them a surprise gift box. And within the box is just a few fun little gifts um, and things like that that they can use to prepare for their day. Um, and so with a few of the new bookings that I got within this whole time frame, um, I send that to them. And um, I had so many of those brides reach out and say like, that was the one time where they cried tears of joy instead of <laughs> sadness because yeah. I call them my hugs in a box and that's really what I want them to be is yeah. that hug is that support to be there when times are tough and whatnot. And so providing those gifts to them during that time is, is a great way um, to do that as well. And then um, something that I'm going to be doing for May again, April was crazy because I was working through my own wedding, but something that I'm going to be doing for all of my May brides who postponed was um, sending them like a card um, or flowers or another little gift thing on their actual wedding day. So trying to time it um, and send it to them where it arrives to them on their original wedding day um, to just tell them that I'm thinking of them and that, you know, that they can still do something fun and special on that day that they're, you know, that they can still use that time to be um, to be happy and to yeah. not be sad that day, um, to make new memories and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. And then lastly, I would probably just say like, don't be afraid to do your own research for them. Um, I think that that is going the extra mile in that case is like, Hey, I 
came across this and I think this might be super helpful for you. Check it out if you want to. Um, all of my info, I usually try and come across as much as possible. Like I'm not shoving this down your throat. I'm just providing you information in case you want to, you know, if you were wondering about this or if you did have questions about that. And so I usually try and present that information in that way, open-handedly um, and not as a way of like, you should do this and you, you know, yeah, all of that yeah. stuff like that. So, and have you had, uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, I also believe communication is key, right? With, with, oh, your, yeah. with your clients and stuff. And it sounds like you've probably had a, a pretty positive impact on all your clients because of the way that you're handling it. Um, have you, um, have you had any issues with like post, like having to postpone stuff or anything like that with, with any brides? Um, yeah. So I was, it's actually crazy how that all, um, came together. Um, I'm a Christian, so I, I believe that everything happens for a reason and that God's in control no matter what. And I think that that's a huge part of what I'm about to say now is usually towards the end of a year, I'm about halfway booked for the next year. Yeah. That's usually what happens. And at the end of 2019, I had maybe like four or five weddings on the books and I was like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Um, but part of it I knew was different because I was taking a little bit less just because of my own wedding. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't stressing myself out and just in preparation for that. But I think that God used that at the same time, though, because it allowed for tons of open dates for later this year for all of the people who are rescheduling now. And I truly do think that that is a huge reason as to why 2019 at the end of it was the way that it was yeah. because I, I haven't run into any issues with rescheduling yeah. my couples and um, getting them dates that, you know, work best for them. Um, yeah. I mean, genuinely, it's been a pretty easy process. Um, I've only had one actual cancellation. Um, everybody else has postponed, um, yeah. which is really great. Um, so, yeah. No, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, we, we had a very uh, similar thing happen where we, uh, last year I took on uh, a new job and it took up so much of my time that I, I kind of put, uh, marketing and advertising on the back burner and we knew that was going to happen and we kind of just rolled with it anyways, but it caught, yeah. it caused, uh, this year to not, uh, or I'm sorry. Yeah. We were like not booked super heavily towards the end of this right. year and and now we're not sa same thing we're not having too many yeah. issues moving our weddings you know we don't have a ton of stuff booked next mm -hmm. year the end of this year next year so we're, yeah. we're we're dealing with that pretty pretty well too i guess we're fortunate in that case yeah so. definitely <laughs> uh so being a you know being a bride yourself are I, here's i got a big question for you are you yeah. still planning on having your wedding <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, 100% yes. Yeah. Um, we The biggest reason as to why we did choose to postpone was financial. Yeah. So um, with all of the final payments that were supposed to come in for April not happening, we had a huge chunk of the budget that we were planning for for our wedding go away. Yeah. <laughs> and so we really didn't want to start our our marriage off in debt um, or anything of that sort. Like yeah. we, we, we knew it was best for us because... Um, he, fun, fun fact, he actually didn't have a job when he proposed to me. <laughs> he <laughs> lost his job the day before. Oh my gosh. Um, and then he proposed, he, he's a trooper. He, yeah, he's so strong. Um, but thankfully, I mean, he's fine. We got, a, he got a new job, but, um, as we all know, like with new companies, it takes time to be able to start yeah. establishing that trust and that credibility to be able to move up. And so, um, so we were relying on, on part of my income in the beginning until we were start, he was starting to make that impression and whatnot, um, to help us for yeah. living and, and all of that jazz. And so, um, yeah, so we knew we needed to postpone, but we also knew a hundred percent that we still wanted to celebrate with everybody. Yeah. And, um, we don't have a new date as of now, just because, we do kind of have to know that my job is going to be going back to normal in order yeah. to make those final payments. And so, um, so we don't necessarily have a date, but yeah, we definitely do. I mean, he, he didn't want me to wear the wedding dress that I originally bought for our April 9th wedding. And I was so fine with that. I was yeah. like, that's so okay to me because we can still make the later date as fresh and yeah. exciting yeah. as we can. And so, I just got a different dress for um, for the the elopement in Arizona, and so 
Um, yeah, and there's just different factors like that um, that we feel is still going to make that day so, so special. Yeah. Um, and something else, though, too, a part of that is I had recently shared on Instagram that there's a difference between a, mar- uh, a wedding and a marriage. Um, the wedding is the celebration, of course, and it's still important, and it's with all of those people, and it's the whole shebang. Um, but but the marriage is what the wedding celebrates. The marriage is, is the core of that whole time, of the whole day. And so um, so to us, like, yes, even though, you know, the marriage happened, like, it's going to happen again with everybody. <laughs> like, it happened, you know, with our, our families, and it was still so special then. Um, but that day, April 9th, and the future day, those are both going to be special in their own ways because – both of them celebrate the marriage and then both of them had unique circumstances and memories that wouldn't have been made otherwise. And so um, all that to say, long-winded answer, sorry, I'm a wordy, wordy gal, but, um, but yes, we are going to have a leader day. Um, we're hoping for, for like end of December, as long as everything kind of sort of goes back to normal. Um, but yeah. And it, and it won't be a wedding. It'll be a celebration of marriage, right? <laughs> well, we, yeah, we're still probably going to make it a whole thing, but <laughs> I mean, come on, I'm, I'm a photographer, so I got to make it look good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. It, it, you know, as, as a wedding photographers, it, it is fun planning your own wedding too. And, and it's so funny because I'm sure you can agree with this. Maria and I thought it was going to be so easy to plan our wedding because we thought we knew everything that we wanted to go into it because we've been to so many weddings. Um, and as much fun as we did have planning our wedding, it was still just as hard as any, every bride that you meet makes it seem. <laughs> yep. Yep. I feel that 100%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, totally. Uh, so what are some of the things that you are doing to prepare for a comeback to come back and get your business going again and start shooting weddings? What are some of the things that you're, you're working on? Yeah. So sorry. It kind of got a little bit choppy. Say that one more time. Yeah. Uh, so what are some of the things that you're doing to prepare to come back full swing, you know, with your wedding business shooting again, your couples, like what, what are some of the things you're doing to prepare for all that? Yeah. Um, I would say I haven't quite done this yet just because they weren't, um, open at the time, but I do want to get my equipment deep clean. So like on the technical side of things, we always say like, Oh yeah, we're going to clean our equipment. Like we'll, yeah. we'll get it recalibrated and blah, 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 all that stuff. But we all know it's harder to do than, than just, yeah, we'll do it. And so that's definitely something I want to do is just kind of like start fresh in that way and, and just offer that as, as a way to spruce up the photos a little bit um, because we know it makes a difference when we do. Um, And then I am looking at a few new equipment pieces to kind of step up my game on that side of things. I primarily usually worked just off of either natural light or just one external flash on my body. Um, I love to just recreate what our eyes are seeing. I don't, I don't really like to, to change it with flash, but um, at the same time, there are definitely still situations where having some external lights that don't have to be flashed, they can just be external lighting um, to just help with that. And so I'm looking into that as well to just kind of up my reception game in a sense yeah, um, and just make it a little bit more. um, Yeah. Just make it better in that way. Um, Yeah. I would say that uh, within the last year I've been um, trying to, to hone in on a system where I mentioned that when, when a couple books, they receive a gift um, right off the bat, like right after booking, I send them kind of like a welcome gift. But another aspect of what I do is that I'll send basically a monthly email that kind of just goes over some some more tips and tricks of how to prepare for their day. Um, it's content that's exclusive only to the couples who book me. Um, and so I think just in that realm of things, um, being able to kind of have this extra time to hone in on that and and almost have a a better basically email to send instead of just something that I might have whipped up before during busy season or that kind of a thing like I didn't have the time now that I do to like really go into that and be okay how can I make this better how can I word this better how can I yada yada so um the email system moving forward is going to be a lot more tight and and better um constructed and that and whatnot. Do you so, use do you use any type of like CRM or anything like that, or do you do you do it yourself? 
No, yeah, I use HoneyBook. HoneyBook. Um, and so uh, a lot of what I send, t- uh, in the beginning, it has a lot of PDFs. And so I still have to use my normal email for that just because I haven't figured, I don't know if HoneyBook does attachments. But anyway, I tried to figure it out and it didn't yeah. work. Um, and so there is a part of it that's still manual, but um, I do use HoneyBook to, to kind of streamline my workflow a little bit. Um, but yeah. That's primarily what I yeah. use. I don't really use anything else. Very cool. I mean, it seems like you have a pretty natural grasp on this whole business concept. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've gathered. And just from looking at your website and all your work, I mean, it makes sense that, you know, you, you do have it down pretty well. Um, Thank you. What, what's something that you're really looking forward to, to coming back to when this is all over? <laughs> Hugging my couples. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge hugger. Um, yeah. I always have been. And there's just something about personal connection yeah. that you can't replicate with video. You can't replicate with a phone call. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's something about human touch. So genuinely, I'm just excited to be able to really be there with them. Yeah. Um, I feel like hopefully I'm going to use this time to really just feel all of the, the weddings in the future. But I know for sure the weddings that I'll be able to shoot right after this, they're going to be, I think for everybody, they're going to be so joyful. Yeah. And so just like, yeah, we we're out of this, like hopefully, and yeah. you know, we're moving forward and here we are like, what better way to um, come out of this than to celebrate, you know, with yeah. a wedding. Yeah. And so I'm really, I'm just excited to get back to it. Um, I've had so much fun being able to kind of work on the back end and obviously get married, but I am itching now to kind of get back to that creativity with actually shooting. And um, yeah, and I think almost in a sense, the next pivot in my business with having a lot of things on the back end done over the last couple of years that I mentioned, website and whatnot. Now I want to pivot and really hone in on a more artistic style um, and really try and figure out how to incorporate that artistic ability into wedding days because it is hard when we're limited by schedules um, to be creative sometimes. And so I really want to figure out how, um, yeah, how I can blend those two and still offer, you know, new content and new uh, beautiful ways to capture people's days. So. Well, we we have the time right now. This is a good time know, to right? put put the focus on it, and <laughs> and it sounds like it sounds like you got it down. You're you know you you're spending the your time getting your business uh, to look the way you want it to, and uh, mm-hmm. and come back with a bang. So that's that's uh, a yeah. that's pretty awesome. Uh, well, Kate, um, I want to thank you for coming on. This has been a real pleasure. Uh, it, yeah. th- thank you for your time. This is it's been really great getting to know you. I'm I'm a fan of your work. That's why I reached <laughs> out to you. I love what you're doing. And thank you're doing, you. Doing really great with your blog. So I'm gonna link everything uh, in the show notes for everybody to look at. So I'll have That's I'll awesome. I'll get all that info from you and and um, yeah. and people can check out all your stuff. So thanks again for thank you. for coming on. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. It's been great getting to know you, too. Um, Redlands is great. I have full confidence that you will still get Redlands. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, been, we'll be great. looking forward to um, to seeing your wedding pics. <laughs> oh, yes. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. I hope you enjoyed uh, my talk with Kate Garcia. Uh, Just remember, you can find all her links in the show notes below. Um, If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And you can join our Facebook group where you can ask questions and I bring up different topics. And if you want something, uh, if you want me to talk about something on the podcast, you can also uh, bring it up there and I'll mention it on here. Um, But yeah, if you want to support this podcast, I would appreciate if you left a review and a five-star rating. I feel like that um, makes the podcast more discoverable for others to find and share the podcast with your friends. Um, The podcast is completely free. 
uh, so all I ask is that you spread the word and spread the podcast so more so I get more ears on it. Uh, but thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, remember, all the show notes are all the all the links are in the show notes below. If you want a discount code for Narrative uh, Publisher by Narrative, that's also in the show notes. Um, had fun uh, talking to Kate and uh, looking forward to bringing you some more episodes. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you on the next one.